This is the podcast about house music, the genre, and news surrounding it. We are House Music. I am your host, Roberta, and with me is Cami Garcia. And of oh, course, hello, sorry. <laughs> I heard wake I up, heard Cammie. Like wind. <laughs> and of course, the Primo House DJs, Mr. Trey Garcia. What's up? Anthony Garcia. How's it going? Mr. Dorian Perez. Hi, guys. <laughs> and our Primo House mascot, Ms. Daddy Longbody. And thank you, everybody out there in the podcast world, for joining us again today. Uh, our guest today is the man behind Unseen Records and events. You know him, you love him, Enrique Cotazar. Hello, Enrique. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? Okay, so we have a lot to chat about today because the genre you work with mostly is pretty niche, and we really want to take the time uh, to understand it and educate our listeners. So what can you tell us, Enrique, about Minimal? Minimal is really about stripped-down genres of electronic music with very few elements, very well selected, that fit musically very well. So it's sometimes a lot, a little bit harder to do minimal music, just because you've got to have everything correct. Um, there's not a lot of filler, that kind of stuff. So, um, but essentially, that's what minimal music is, or minimal house, minimal techno, you know, that kind of stuff. So, right, that's a techno genre. Um, is there minimal house? What's the difference? Yeah, there's minimal house, there's minimal techno, there's minimal. I mean, you know, nowadays electronic music um, has broken down into 100 million genres, right? So everything borrows from everything nowadays. But yeah, I mean, there's there are specific, if you want to get technical, specific um, sounds and rhythms that fit more with, with minimal and they come from house or minimal house and they come from house. Um, and then there's also elements that come from techno and, you know, so the sounds, the instrumentation, the rhythms, all that starts to um, uh, tell you what genre that piece of music could possibly fall under, right? So you borrow from all these genres and, and then you, you select your, your, your sounds and your instruments very carefully and you put them together into a song, but it's very stripped down, very, very minimal, you know? Yeah. Enrique, I know you produce also, but um, it, when you DJ, do you DJ, like, will you put a minimal house and a minimal techno song in the same set or are those kind of different vibes, no. different days? You can mix in and out and play around with different sounds. I like to loop a lot. I like to use tools and then layer things on top of each other. So I might grab a vocal <laughs> from a house track and you know, a beat from a more kind of stripped down, darker, minimal and a track and start to blend those two together. And so, yeah, I mean, you borrow from everything. There's, it's a style, but it, minimal just, you know, like I said, it, it borrows from so many genres that you can get really creative. You know, you can get very, very techy, you can get really dark, you can get really um, um, like spatial with your sounds, you know, you can do anything really with, with minimal, mm -hmm. you know. Love your production. Um, I think uh, I also love your DJing style, man. Like when you talk about layers, you put different things. So I know you kind of have a different approach to DJing when you, the way you layer items and the way that you create your own drops and things like that is pretty impressive, man. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you could say like, I mean, you know, there are certain rules when you're DJing, I guess. You know, when you got to bring in a track, you know, when you got to, you know, start taking out things, wait for the drop, that kind of stuff, right? Right. And sometimes I try to break those rules a little, and I'll bring loops in in random places and start playing a little bit with that. But um, I don't know, man. There's, you know, you can do whatever you want. There's, there's rules, but rules are meant to be broken too. So. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I recommend this article I read on Vice for those of you who don't know what minimal is and you're curious about it. If you love uh, minimal, don't read it. It's gonna like it's got it's kind of like harsh a little bit, <laughs> but uh, it's called the Bullshitter's Guide to Minimal. Uh, you know, it's kind of old. It's like ten years old, over five years old now. Um, but it was pretty good, and it gave you like a rundown of like uh, you know the classic artists to look for, and then um, <clears throat> which uh, labels to look for. So that's my recommendation there. Um, but with that, let's go to commercial. Thanks for checking out Primo House Podcast with Cami Ray, Roberto Rinaldi, Anthony Garcia, Trey Garcia, and Dorian Perez. This is what San Antonio culture is about. My name is Rick Latta. I run Sprout Sessions. You can catch some mixes that we've accumulated over the years at over on our Mixcloud page at Sprout Sessions. Thanks for everything you do to make house music what it is. Without the listeners, the dancers, it's nothing. And we're back. All right. This episode with Enrique Cortazar is Maximum Minimal. Uh, so we're going to start with our guest. What track did you bring to discuss with us today, Enrique? Uh, I think it was a track by Alexis Cabrera. And I can't remember the name of it. I think it was Zip Morning, sir. <laughs> Uh, the Cabri rework, which is a rework by him, because he's also Cabri. But so he reworked his own track. Yeah, so he's I yeah I think he's got so he's from Argentina. He lives in Berlin, but he um, he's got like on Bandcamp a project called Cabri, like C A B R I, and he puts out music, and then he'll have like some reworks of some tracks. So I'm guessing he has like a second idea, and he. Puts it as like the cabri rework, you know. Gotcha. Right on. But it's his own. It's it's his stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's listen to a clip of that. That's fire, dude. Enrique, can you tell us like why exactly you chose that track? I really like I really like the groove on that track, and I'm a sucker for songs with vocals in them. It's the house in you. That bo- <laughs> yeah, that's the house in me. <laughs> that I mean, that vocal is is really groovy, and the beat and the bass line is like super super groovy. Um, and it's a very simple track if you really listen to it. The groove is the drums are simple, the bass line is simple. But there's like subtle changes that happen over time, which is very iconic of minimal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it still has this like techie aspect to it. It's not like fully stripped down minimal. There's still this like techie groove to it. Um, I don't know. I've been I've been into his music a lot for or a lot lately, um, and I've been playing that track in my bedroom because there's no gigs <laughs> in the past four months a lot. You mean you're not having dog so, parties like us? <laughs> yes. Yes, my I put I put glow sticks on my dog. And <laughs> Speaking of, have you considered getting Cooper? Uh, you know, becoming a mascot, and getting some sponsorships. Dottie's killing it for us, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might, I might. He needs to do something. Earn his keep. 13, yeah, thirteen years. I'm not doing anything but being cute. <laughs> no. All right, Anthony, what did you bring for us today? Um, my track that I chose today. Um. I actually ended up picking a, a track by an artist that Enrique had actually suggested. Uh, the artist is Liz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the track that I picked, the, pack, the track that I picked, it's not your typical minimal sound. Uh, it actually sounds a lot more like the style that I would play. Yeah. It's a lot more upbeat, little Chicago yeah. style jacking. But the song that I picked was Words. Let's uh, let's listen to a clip of that. So that that track was weird. Uh, I I found that track on a four like a four track EP. All the other songs on that EP was pretty dark and real uh, progressive, like techno sounding. And then I just found that little gem of a track uh, snuck like between all those other like more techier sounds. So I heard that and I was just kind of blown away. And uh, it's kind of cool to see someone who plays or produces. Like, there's always um, that one, bro. There's that dark, that minimal techno stuff. And then he'll pull out, like, you know, and produce this one track that's, like, out of the norm, which is one that I found. So I really yeah. like this track a lot. It has a really cool vocal, uh, and it's just something that I'd probably play in my set as well, so. Yeah. No, I'm going to play it. I'm playing it in first, bro. <laughs> Dude, that kid, uh, that kid, Liz, we had him at the warehouse a, a year ago. At one of our parties. Yeah, dude, that kid, he does everything modular. He's got like a really nice modular system, and I mean, it's all he's like zero computer based. Hey, Enrique, what what do you mean by that? Modular synthesizers, modular synthesizers. So modular means. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, could you explain that to our listeners and me? So modular synths, it's like you buy a Euro rack, and then you can buy uh, components that are built by different audio manu- or manufacturers that make. Uh, modular synth compo- uh, components and you p- pretty much you rig together your synthesizer so you get a step st- a step sequencer a filter effects like all this stuff that you can put together um, and then you start making noise with it but it's all analog so zero computers it's all hardware based um, but yeah dude that that track is good I have it on my it's, nice. it's, it's a good. great track like you said and it was snuck between <laughs> like all hipster. these like more darker more like techno sounding, you know, songs, and then like this little like gem out of nowhere just like popped. I know. Anthony here. brought it to me late last night, and I was like, 
you're cheating. This is a house song. And he's like, ah, Enrique said this is a cool, this is good. He said that this is minimal. And he walked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, Liz, like Liz, if you listen to his stuff, he like that, like delves between like more houseier and more like minimal housey, deeper stuff, you know, like he goes back and forth. He's got, he's got a production on this, uh, rec or this record label called Windmühle, which is uh, windmill in German, I guess. And he's got a four-track EP on there. I don't know if this is the track that's on there or if that was on Play By. But anyways, look up, look it up if you like that one, Anthony, because you'll like it. Ben Mueller. Yeah. All right. Dorian, you're up next. What did you choose for us this week? Hey, guys. So I actually picked Hi, a song by, um, I think it's a guy named uh, George G. He goes by Flug, I believe, on, on the, as his alias. But uh, Flug has a song named uh, Breaking After. I uh, picked it because it was super moody, uh, like, like, you know, darker uh, techno style as far as minimal goes, but super, super good, super good song. Uh, he had a couple of songs uh, released on, uh, I think, SciTech as well. But, uh, you know, people like Loco Dice even play him, which is kind of kind of crazy that he spans all the way across on, into that area. Let's listen to a uh, clip of that. Yeah, I thought that one did fit your style more, Dorian. Uh, I think of the three of you guys in Primo House, you're the, sometimes your stuff is a little moodier. A little bit. It's a little moody. <laughs> just like Dorian. <laughs> Such a baby. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Probably the nicest, happiest one of all of us. <laughs> it's true. The most even one. I know. Oh, God. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, not therapy episode. session. All right. Uh, who's next? Trey, you're up. So uh, I picked a track by a uh, producer, one of my favorite minimal producers, actually, um, and was a really good friend that lived local, and then he moved away to Chicago, and now I kind of fucking hate him. But uh, <laughs> his name is Enrique Cotasar, and the track is uh, Fear of Difference. Um, I, there's a lot that Unseen pumps out. You know, I, I went for a minute. I had struggled with some older tracks, right? Maybe some where we talk about, like, what does minimal mean to us? I was thinking about like a Ricardo Villalobos track, of course, right? I have, a, I think, a couple of 10-minute tracks of his that have just always been really cool and thrown into my sets. Um, but, you know, the one that really kind of like set it off for me was when um, I started listening to Enrique's production and um, those sort of uh, groovy bass lines. There's, there's a, a lot of bass in the, in the minimal tracks that he produces, and, and there's a sound, too. And I think Anthony Dorn and I have even talked about it. Like, we could walk into a room, hear a DJ playing without knowing who's playing, and if it's Enrique, we'll know it's him. <laughs> That's how unique his sound is, and I love it. So all of that comes through in this track, Fear of Difference, and I've played it out so many times. I've, I've played it out in, uh, at Ethics in Austin one night, and people went bonkers right for it and danced like crazy. So I um, always like to have a really good lead-in, uh, lead-up to it, and then uh, I'll drop it, and, and it's just good. There's a lot of double kicks in it, uh, even some triple kicks, I think. Uh, but it's a badass track. Sweet. Let's listen to it. Thank you. 
yeah. Roberta's like, this one again? <laughs> point out that um, Enrique uh, was paid. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that fool owes me money. <laughs> totally joke. Totally joke. Just oh, joke. Uh, speaking of, of money. Uh, yeah, that's, it's called mechanical royalties. It goes this way, not the other way around. <laughs> Be sending you a check in the mail. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with my track. <clears throat> uh, so first off, I looked at like this like online list of, you know, top minimal artists. You find that at BuzzFeed? <laughs> you, know, you guys know, and I talked about this about, yeah. Hey, you were on the list. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You know, it's going to be all your mainstream people. And uh, so I was surprised how many of the pop like i listen to a lot of indie pop i've talked about this before and i was surprised how many indie pop artists were on it so dj Coe's, uh matthew deer fortet caribou i was like oh my god you know they all started off with minimal and then you know they all have like uh a, an indie pop album but i didn't choose any of them for today uh i chose this other track that i heard um but apparently it's like let's just listen to it <laughs> artist but it's on moon orbit um and the track is called uh buen let's see buen ari buen ari all right and um i really liked it because um you know i was listening i was trying really hard to find a dj ko's track that i'd like to use because i just like that light silly style a lot like that fun kind of bouncy uh minimal and uh so <clears throat> i couldn't find a track that i really really wanted to talk about uh from dj codes but this was i thought this was like really close to that kind of bouncy light style that i was looking for yeah i dug that track yeah fun one yeah it's good yeah dj codes he's been around for a while <laughs> yeah he k-o-z-e right yeah yeah he had an album back in 2013 that i fell in love with that one can hardly be called minimal although it's got you can kind of trace his like minimal roots to that pop album for sure nice nice oh, he's been around since like the mid 2000s or maybe earlier than that he's good all right let's take a quick commercial break all right time for some shameless plugs don't forget to make the social media rounds follow us on instagram give us a like on facebook and give us a follow and a listen on soundcloud you can find us by searching primo house with a space if you want us to plug any of your projects, send us an email at primo.house.satx at gmail.com. Again, that's primo.house.satx at gmail.com. We are back. So, Enrique, I wanted to ask you, uh, let's talk about you and Unseen Records. How did it start? Hmm. One drunken hmm. night. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say you're drunk at night or you're a drunken night? Oh, well, 
He's Both got a sword. I said, were you knighted in San Antonio or Chicago? It was- <laughs> I haven't been knighted yet. So it started in 2007, 13 years ago. So my, my buddy, which you guys know, Jason Blanco, who's a really good DJ, uh, I met him in 2007 through work. <laughs> yeah, Joey Blanco, actually. Anyways, so we like, we, he gave me the first, he lent me some turntables and a mixer and I started learning how to DJ with vinyl. And he started like listening to everything that I was doing. I would record like four hours every day and I would like give them to him the next day at work and he would listen to him and he would say, yeah, you suck, keep trying. And then every day, you know, it's like, yeah, you suck, keep trying. Uh, but at one point we're like, hey, let's just do a party. And we came up with Unseen. Um, and then we started doing parties at, uh, or during First Friday in uh, Blue Star. And then from there, it just started rolling. You know, I met, I like linked up with Alan, who I've known, you know, Alan Bailon, who I've known Shout for Alan. 25 years since we were like 13. And then we started doing a party in uh, Salute. Uh, Salute on St. Mary's in San Antonio. Nice. Yeah, where now, TVA now is TVA. now. Yeah, we did a party there for like two years. Anthony played there with John at Sun City Hustlers. That was a fun night. Um, but, um, and then eventually I met other people that were into the minimal sound. And so in 2010, we started doing some parties. And then 2011, we got like a little warehouse space and we launched Unseen Net Label, which was like a free label in 2011. And then um, our music was free till 2014 when I partnered up with Salim, um, who goes by Rasby. And, uh, and then we started like an official label, I guess you could say, with distribution worldwide. And, and then we started the vinyl only lab, uh, portion of the label in 2014, 2015. Um, but yeah, so it all started out of friendship, you know, people that good friends and we love the music. We wanted to do a party and it kind of snowballed from there into what it is now, you know? If you've known Alan that long, does that mean you've known Anthony that long? No, I actually met Anthony here. I mean, not here in San Antonio, but I met, I met Anthony. How long did I meet you? How long ago? Like 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Yeah. 12, 13 years. Yeah. 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 I was like, three shakes, I'm moving along. <laughs> yeah, which is weird that we didn't hang out because I would play in Wattis all the time because you know, Bastia guys. So a little bit of back a little bit of backstory real quick. You know, hey, um sorry, Enrique is originally from Wattis, uh, Mexico and lived in El Paso as well, and Anthony's originally from El Paso. Sorry, go ahead. Right. Thank you. So it's weird that you and I didn't know each other before that because I'd play in Wattis and I'd play for Pastilla and all those guys and You'd be at those parties, but yeah. we didn't really, you know, meet up back then. Dude, we, yeah, we didn't know each other back then, but I'm sure we, like, crossed paths and jo- probably shared a joint at one point oh. in our lives. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure. Yeah, like, uh, ex, for our listeners, joint is uh, a place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the best. Those uh, great times, ex-friends. Hell yeah, dude. So I'm sure we were partying in there at one point in, oh, 19, yeah. in 1999, 2000. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, you know, that's kind of like a really cool uh, thing you bring up, right? Like a lot of these 
labels, a lot of these crews, a lot of these collectives and the parties that we throw or our friends that were all found through friends, right? Like I met half of my mm-hmm. friends at some of the parties here and, you know, Enrique, I know I met you cause Alan booked us one night together and um, that's how I ended up meeting Enrique. So it's pretty crazy how the, the level of the music really brings everybody together. I mean, that's how it all starts. I think for, I think for almost everybody who's ha- who has a project right now, it all started that way in a way, right? It's right. like you love music, you have good friends that enjoy the same music, and you just want to do something, so you start doing a party, and then it slowly starts to grow into, <laughs> into what it to grow, you know? What all does uh, Unseen do? So you're also, you do a vinyl record label, what else? We do events. Um, in San Antonio, we've been doing events for 15 years, or 13 years now. So we have uh, token sessions, which was one of our parties that we did starting in 2010. And we booked a bunch of artists in San Antonio from around the world, um, more on the minimal house and techno kind of thing. Um, And then uh, we have the record label, which is uh, digital and vinyl. And then we have a line of perfume. I'm just kidding. He's testing us to see if we're paying attention. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> and kitty litter. Anybody? Kitty litter. <laughs> We've got a, a line of shoelaces coming out next year. The fat, the fat, the fat laces, ones. though. Clearly fat. Wow, fat laces. Really... Next year, he's having an OnlyFans coming out, but you got to pay to play on that one. Oh. <laughs> I got to go there. Sounds hot. Nice. And it's that's Dory. DJing naked. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I love I Cammy mentioned you mentioned the the vinyl releases on Unseen, but Enrique also released uh, digital tracks as well, right? Yeah, so we have the digital portion of Unseen Records, and then we have the vinyl only, which is called Unseen Black. Um nice. and then we're starting a new project, but it's not it's it's a project of mine with a friend here in Chicago. Um, that's going to be a record label where all the releases are under the same name, and then we're going to have a remix from we really like, and it's going to be a vinyl-only label, but that's going to start hopefully uh, next year sometime. Um, What's the name of that? But yes. I can't tell you guys yet. Oh, you're not talking about it yet. Okay, I thought I heard you say No. Because right. we really want to... So the, the idea with this label is... Yeah, the idea with this label is to keep it completely. I hate using this word because this word is kind of cliche, but underground in the sense that like you don't know who it is. You only nice. you might only know the remixer because it's gonna have the remixer's name on it, mm-hmm. but you don't know the music. Everything is the same name. The you know the record label and the tracks are gonna be the same name. Um, so it's really just about the music. Um, yeah, no, I love that. I love, the artist or any of that stuff. I have a lot of favorite tracks I have are, um, you know, just unknown artists. I don't, I don't know who the artists are. I feel like that's so typical minimal. I had such a hard time finding a minimal track. I was like, "Who are you people, and where is your music?" <laughs> <laughs> so, did you find the uh, unknown track by the unknown artist on the unknown record label? <laughs> Dude, literally, yes. It just like happened yes. to have come up on SoundCloud, and then I tried to find a digital version. Nowhere to nope. be found. It's a vinyl only track. I was like, "Oh my god, I hate you people." No, same same yeah. thing. <laughs> I, I, I was looking at an overture song, and it said "unknown," 
And then it said unknown number two. And I'm like, well, which one is it? Unknown number one or unknown number two? Like, I understand. And then it said vinyl only. And then you go to the vinyl track. It's like, oh, we're sold out. You can't buy it anymore. I'm like, well, what? Okay, I give up. I can't find them to fucking make some more. Yeah, Yeah, dude, if you look at my thumb drive, I have have like 80 songs that are called unknown. Unknown one, unknown one, unknown two, unknown two. Yeah. You're like, unknown 125, unknown 124. God. I have to give them like um, names so that I know what what it is and I can play it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, own. I give it my own name. It's ridiculous. Dude, speaking <laughs> of uh, unseen black, I did want to say uh, when I was when I was trying to pick my track for for today's episode, I struggled between that one and you know one of my favorite tracks. Y'all's first release on unseen black, dude, the Raz V with new shoes. Yeah, oh, love that. If y'all have yeah, yeah, yeah. go unseen featuring new shoes, it is. One of, hands down, one of my favorite all-time tracks. Anyway, but uh, yeah, just wanted to get throw that out there. Yeah, man, and and, and the Nietzsche Frida remix is really good too. That yes. that track is really really good. But yeah, the vocals are by uh, New Shoes, which is a he's a vocalist from Australia who uh, lent us his vocals so that Salim could do or Rasby could do his magic on it. It's it's got a really like soulful vocal to it, but like like this really techy minimal beat to it. It's nice. <laughs> So we want to thank Enrique for joining us today. We appreciate you taking the time to um, sit down with us and give us uh, some information and education about music. So uh, at the end of our podcast, we do something that's called a lightning round. Uh, Before we go, we have some questions. Um, I need you to answer the question with no explanation after. Can you do that for me, Mr. Enrique? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Lightning round. Okay. So you are stuck on an island. Pick one album you get to take with you. Oosh. What? Uh, English? Queen. Did you call me? Queen. The good one. Okay. What's your yeah. favorite curse word? What's what? Uh, question number two. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> question number three. If you could collaborate on an album or a single, who would you like to do that with? Ricardo Villalobos. Question number four. What is your most commonly used emoji? The uh, face with a tongue out. What? <laughs> 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 and right. last question um what is where's what's the shittiest gig you've ever played you don't have to give names if you don't want to or you can my cousin's daughter's birthday oh, <laughs> oh my god oh, hashtag family hater i'm just kidding i've, I've actually never done a family gig god. <laughs> You know what? I'm actually. I, I said that was the last question. I have one more for you. I wanted to ask you: Where is your favorite place to listen to music in Chicago? My favorite place? Oh damn! Probably. I mean, the best sound system in Chicago is Smart Bar. So nice. it's a function yeah. one. So Smart Bar. Smart Bar. Smart Bar. Yeah, we've been there before. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, I know. Trey got hit on in the photo booth by two gay guys. Like, whoop, whoop. like. 10 guys. If you're listening, bros, uh, it's uh, Primo. So it's a normal night, right? Oh, my God. That's right. Anthony Heard, it's just a normal night. <laughs> Pretty motherfucker over here. 
the bear community. Uh, <laughs> was it was Derek. It, it was Derek Carter's and uh, 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 Michael Seferini, the guy from was, owner of Gramophone. Remember, yeah. Queen, the night that the party yeah. that they do sun. Yeah, that was great. great night. It was fun, man. Ready. Yep, that wraps that up. All right, let's move on to the plugs. Enrique, what you got to plug? Huh. So we've got this line of unseen butt plugs coming out next year, too. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I was waiting for that nice. joke. It's going to happen eventually. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for our listeners. What's a butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> Can you go into detail? <laughs> so it all started back in the 1876. <laughs> no! You made out of wood. <laughs> ivory. We had a fucking year. You like buy one get one free if they buy, buy a vinyl record from your website. Uh, yeah, your website. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this <laughs> discount code is nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah. So, so plug. <laughs> so plugs. Check us out on unseen. U n s c e n e. Uh, dash records.com and then we have Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everything else. Um, but if you go to our website, all our links are there. Yes, I, I'll say, and I think everything out there is just like you're one of the most creative guys I know, dude, and I love all of your work. So, the the uh, you know, I think everything's aesthetically pleasing. And fun fact Enrique designed our Primo House logo for us, so oh, thank yes. you for that. Yes, thank you, Enrique. Yeah, that being said, that Unseen website is beautiful, and that first track that comes up on the homepage is really fun. Oh, yeah. That's the one that Trey was talking about. Oh. On the vinyl. Yeah. That's, uh, that's... Oh, new, that's the one with new shoes? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun one. Raz V, yeah, yeah, yeah. feature new shoes. Go check it out, guys. That's the Nietzsche Frida remix. That's on the, on the front page. Nice. Yeah. All right, Dorian, what are we plugging this week? Hi, guys. Uh, so we have a new website. It's www.primahousemusic.com. Uh, go and subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast platform. We also have some mixes on SoundCloud as well, so go and listen and dance to them in your home. Uh, make sure you like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can find us by searching our Primo House. <laughs> dance to them in your home? In your home. <laughs> In your home, your house, your flat, your apartment, yeah, yeah. your uh, trailer park, what, ha what not, have you. Not, not outside. You gotta wear a mask. It's too hot. <laughs> Dor Dorian's got, Dorian, you have the perfect voice for like a, like a strip club announcer, dude. Right? Ah! Like, yeah, I've been asked That's plenty a... of times and it sucks. I'm like, nah, I can't do it. It's funny. Do no, it. His, mom told it us sucks. His, his mom told us the same thing. His mom was like, my son has a face for That's radio. an amazing voice, man. That's yeah, an no, amazing I can't voice. Do it. Can't do it. <laughs> And now coming to stage, Trey Garcia. Ah. <laughs> Trey, Trey Cinnamon Garcia. Oh, God. Glad y'all heard. Butt plug. Nice. Uh, my, friend, my friend's son called me Dump Trunk. Oh. Yeah, I hate that. Anyway, um, <laughs> wait till he turns 18. I'm going to fight him. Uh, I wanted to take a moment. Sorry to steal your thunder a little bit, Enrique, but, you know, wanted to take a moment to, to send a special plug out uh, and shout out to Roberta's dear friend, Max. Yeah, he's the artist that drew up our Primo House podcast caricatures, our little cartoon logo there. And we never had an opportunity to properly thank him. So I just wanted to uh, say what an amazing job he did. Uh, we are forever thankful. Uh, fun fact, Max does voiceover work professionally, and he's actually the voice of Chester Cheetah. So 
If you're interested in checking out some of his work, he's super hilarious. Uh, It's at Max Cook Uncorked, and that's Cook K-O-C-H. So Max K-O-C-H Uncorked um, on Instagram. Excellent work, brother. We love you. Thank you so much for doing that for us. He's the fancy Chester Cheetah, the one with the British accent. (laughs) He's all of them. Hey, Enrique. Thanks again, man. Uh, Please give our love to Marcy. Hello. Hi. We miss y'all. We love y'all. Hope to see y'all soon. And thank you, Enrique, for joining us. And to our listeners for checking in and stay safe out there. And we'll talk to you next time. Say bye, everyone. Bye. Have a wonderful time. Bye. 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 Thanks, Enrique. Thanks, Enrique.